0: She layin' down edge to edge Right on my bed, blind bitch with her blue eyes Like, butter she's like, oh, Mala, Mala, Chica Manina, Melina, Arana, Milana She walk it it Your body, your body About it, about it, about it, about it, about it, about it. Doing for me.
1: my head hurt used to be going out hardly now we want a party celebration on me well, What was up pay homage I rode through the city like young Shaq Muhammad can't be that hard to find us go to jungle, pick up my Ethiopian goddess that's when word spread a Bugatti is in the projects, the boy home, used to take the bus to the block, now summertime whips come through and bust up the block, I remember seeing neeks have to bust up a block and then sell the work right to hush, y'all niggas must have forgot, but I was there and I was done shit couple things sit on my conscience, with that said look at all we accomplished, and sure this ain't Compton, but this ain't a fairy tale land either, we all lost man people the city wild, they gave the task to a purposeful child, Versus start to get a little more personal now, but that's cause every Everybody else sounded so played out though. Oliver North in the cut don't shade out though. A thousand dollar bottle it get poured straight out though. I'm screaming yo on the whole way out though. I'm back boy for real. I'm that boy for real. I got hits, nigga. You just a bad boy for real. Backwoods get peeled. I smoke away all the tears. Nothing was the same, man, including y'all careers. With new cash money, With new Rockefeller, but the young rich niggas turn around.
2: Personal request by the White King on that Persian rug, real quick. Look what he on. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Act Right Podcast, episode thirty-eight.
3: Episode thirty-eight. Mmm. I'm glad you remember because I was (laughs) (laughs) totally not prepared for that. What's the deal, Big Dog?
2: nothing much man I'm trying to fucking wake up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
3: knocking on that door wake your ass up nigga. seriously it's time to pod nigga.
2: yes sir how's your week been man what's going on
3: it's been cool man um short work week shout out to memorial day um shout out to the folks that served you know what i'm saying but it was pretty dope um started on well Oh, One. so you
2: giving niggas that serve the right-of-way now. You're at that age? I
3: mean <laughs> <Okay>. look. Kudos <laughs> to anybody that serve. You know what I mean? Just wanna show respect. That's what Memorial Day is about. I beg
2: your pardon.
3: Still <laughs> I beg your pardon. Still not throwing in the three dollars for the VA at the grocery nah, store. No. They get everything <laughs> for discount anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Do but, you know
2: anyone that
3: served? <laughs> pissed. Um off the top of my head, I feel like I'm drawing a blank, but wow. I definitely do. Oh. Yep, you guessed yeah, it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you figure
2: me out. <laughs> you caught me right handed.
3: Yeah, no, my uh my great uncle, he served in Vietnam and stuff, so he's probably the number one person I know that served in the military. Chris's dad, he was in the Air Force for Oh nice quite a while, so Do you there's no the
2: difference between any of that.
3: Army, Air Force, Navy, Coast Guard. I think there's like one more, I don't know. But
4: they <laughs> Marines,
2: all... Marines.
3: Marines. <laughs> Are Marines part of the Navy?
2: No, they're not all part of anything. Like, an army is separate from the Navy, separate from the Marines, separate from the Coast Guard. Right, it's the military. Yes. And then, yeah,
3: the different sectors. Yeah. I don't know. They all dropping bombs on niggas, so. what? right. (laughs) 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 They dropping bombs on niggas either way, so I don't know what. I I get confused with all the sectors. But, positivity this week. Mm. So, this past weekend, uh, well, we'll let you talk about your party when we get there but you needed the speaker long story short we have this big old speaker brie needed to borrow it pulled up to the mom's crib so i can get her the speaker picked up the speaker and nigga a <laughs> muff motherf- <laughs> motherfucking muscle in my back said yeah <laughs> had me standing up straight and all that nigga Ooh-wee. and so i was just thoroughly like disgusted disgusted speaker don't weigh nothing but like 30 pounds if that in my defense like I wasn't you know what I mean standing square on I was doing some but nigga nothing that should have ever caused me pain a day two three days later right so I was like I'm fucking done with this shit I'm tired of it haven't been work. I haven't worked out consistently like in a real real way since probably like immediately after I stopped playing football yeah. Whole life up until that point had always been an athlete, super active. So the past 5 6 years whatever in terms of just like my uh uh my fitness level complete garbage. Mm-hmm. Like complete trash, no muscle definition, no fucking cardio, no nothing. Getting tired doing stupid shit, hurting my back doing stupid shit. So I said, fuck all that. So, started very small workout regimen, doing my push-ups, doing my sit-ups, doing my pull-ups, doing my squats every day, going on walks, trying to get some light jogging in, but it's time for a change, bro. Like, I could not believe it. Like, my back was hurt, dog. Like, barely, you know what I'm saying, rotate the hips tight. No,
2: I'm already knowing my shit. Now, what's weird is, like, I'm completely out of shape. I'll get fat in a second. So I've, mm. I've gone on probably like three journeys since you've quit. Mm-hmm. And my weight just goes up and down. Um, But after I got out of A&P school, I was just done, bro. I was so fried. Like mm-hmm. I had got pretty skinny, but I was just like, I'm not doing shit. And I haven't done shit for at least two years, if not some more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I bought all the flat, fat clothes. And I'm just like, well, maybe I should just get used to this. <laughs> but there's plenty of times that I'm just like, this isn't fun. And right. summer will always let you know Oh yeah. how cute you ain't. You know what yes. I mean? Quick. Quickly. So Quickly. I'm on that same vibe. I'm not promising nothing crazy. I'm going to try to match your three reps for the push-up sit-ups. I don't do pull-ups. I'll do squats. Um, And just start slow. Start yeah. slow. I don't have no pressure. I don't have no limitations as of yet. I'm just trying to get yeah. back to liking the shit for yeah. right now. Because if you don't like doing it, you just won't
3: straight up. And it does take like at least a week of consistency before you get over that. I'm not enjoying this hump. Yeah. Um, But for me, like, I don't know, I'm sore right now. Like my legs are sore. Arms are a little sore. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm starting to remember what it feels like right. because this is a pain I can deal with. Yeah. But when I haven't been active and I'm still waking up, rolling out of bed with Crickle crackle here and pains there. Like no, yeah. It just got to a point, bro, where I was just like, nah, like and like the thing about it is like I'm skinny out of shape. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got like a weird little dab bar going on. But dude, I hurt my back and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking done with this because that was fucking embarrassing.
2: That's what's weird, is like and (laughs) you'll find my body type a lot at work. Like niggas be fat as hell, but strong. Right. Like I, have you know, since I've been on vacation, I've been pumping on the gazebo. Mm-hmm. My party was a big thing, setting up for like my knee has definitely been acting up the last month. But like, mm. I pretty much do all this lifting and squatting and everything at work. Like you just fine. Mm-hmm. We do it all before lunch type shit. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I'm yeah. Before we eat, but nah, man. If I've been running from the doctors, like nothing is quote unquote wrong. Like my knee, they're not. They're gonna say, "Bitch, you gotta lose weight." Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be this like
5: whole yeah out you're thing. not getting surgery you just right. need to you know
2: I can do some more therapy on it for sure but mm. it's just agitated you know what I'm saying yeah um so yeah I, I'm with you I'm gonna try we bought some healthier shit I've been doing some smoothies a day to try to replace at least my lunch mm. it always takes me a while to eat breakfast though yeah like I'll have coffee and I can roll because that's what I do at work um
3: yeah breakfast by hands down is like I'm not even in the even if I'm hungry, I don't really be in the mood to eat till like ten thirty, eleven o'clock.
2: Yeah, see that was me today. I had oatmeal at eleven, and I'm like, all right, mm. I'm good. But yeah. the later your breakfast is, the later your lunch is, the later your dinner yeah. is, and now it's eight eight thirty. And you're yeah. just barely eating dinner like that's that, and then no you're good.
3: sitting completely sitting down on it, and yeah. yeah. And I feel you. Like that's how I'm starting. Like I'm barely counting the reps you know what i'm saying i I need to do three sets at least 10 reps of each exercise i don't care how i get them done just do it and just really trying to build the habit you know what i'm saying build the habit and then once i consistent with that i'm gonna keep that up and then maybe we'll look into sprinkling like going to the actual you know gym or whatever but yeah i just want to build the habit i do enjoy walking so it's worked out for me that i drop naomi off in the morning and then boom like while i'm just getting out the car like let's just start the walk right now yeah so that was a big help for me this morning so we we, we gonna see we are gonna see but i can't be hurting my back picking up 20 pounds of nothing like <laughs> that shit was nuts and i was too embarrassed to like even tell niggas i hurt my back because i'm like There's no way this should have fucking happened
2: No bro I'm at my own party And I got my knee knee tape on Like I was like Cause the night before We had a party at my aunt's Mm. Helping her stand up And I stand a lot You know Like within the hour Mm -hmm. So It was already gone And we stayed up all night It was gone And then Mm. I haven't been taking like any uh, Ibuprofen or nothing So my shit's just swollen Mm. It ain't going down You know what I mean Mm -hmm. Not sleeping a lot All that kind of shit So at my party, I was like, I'm taping this shit up. Like, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. deal with this. But other than that.
3: <sighs> well, you want to tell us about your party?
2: Oh, so obviously this asshole told y'all I was having a housewoman party and <laughs> that you weren't invited. But
3: <laughs> no, it,
2: it actually turned out to be a, um, a good moment. We were pretty anxious to get it over with. mm mm-hmm. Um, we had just already had, like, three or four parties here, minimum, mm. in this past month.
3: No, ho- y'all <laughs> niggas did a fucking circuit since moving in. Like... Seriously. It's been nonstop.
2: It's been nonstop. Um, because, like, we like to host. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and pin that right there, because yeah, yeah. we're going to come back to that. <laughs> okay. We like to host. And I think once we've been talking about the house for so long, that even before the party... The minute we got in, niggas was
3: like That was the expectation. That was
2: the expectation. Um so the party was good though. We had a Taco Man, um, and uh Jen rented out some games out there. My backyard actually looked pretty, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty nice. Um so I was actually super excited to like it's one thing when I'm standing back there, like watering it, and you can't really like envision what the, it would look like. What it would look like and kind of the size. Because, mm. you know, obviously we want to put a pool back there. And now right. we got the gazebo and the pavers up. So it's like, Jen's always like, oh, we don't have enough space and blah, blah, blah. And then we added another 20 by 20 back there and 45 people back there. And it's like, no, we mm-hmm. have enough room right, to be able, you know, to kick it. So it was super dope um, to be able to do that and, mm. you know, have both sides out. My mom... My dad's side, um, I had you, Toria, mm-hmm. that was kind of it, and shout out to Satin, Satin was there, mm-hmm. um, not too many friends, you know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. because we're trying to minimize the size, but we ended up having a pretty special moment um, at the end, Every pretty much everybody gave speeches, mm-hmm. which was really nice, um, just to feel that love out loud, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what'd you think, did you have a good time?
3: Yeah, I had a great time. Um The setup was dope. Uh, Obviously, the family, everyone kind of gathering around was really dope. I feel like it's been, well, for sure throughout COVID, but Mm -hmm. even since then, a longer time since there was like a function that called for both sides of your family to be present. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you're like the glue for that. But still, it was just dope. Everyone seemed to have a good time. Wasn't no pettiness Wasn't no drama Right It was just all vibes You know Everyone digging out Obviously the domino games Was going up Oh my
2: god y'all We had That's how sick we is Two tables connected Eight people there Minimum Had two separate domino games going Yeah like in the thick of it literally getting it that was one of the highlights
3: you know we do we do the cordial say what's up after everyone's (laughs) okay it's time for bones like if you ain't on the table don't talk to us but yeah it was it was super dope man it was super dope i was super happy for you and jen to finally have that moment you know what i'm saying um it was it was amazing i mean i don't there's not much else to say beyond that it was really really exciting
2: at some point in the party, <laughs> you know when the vibes start changing, you get the, oh my some gosh. of some of my Spanish family they started dipping out cool, well, you know, <laughs> how fucked up was it that the black side was on one side, my black family, yeah, and then my Spanish side was on another side, right. so that kind of sucked because I'm walking to and fro in the backyard, trying to get you know But just literally show, on exact, exact opposites
3: opposite. of the backyard, like wall to wall shit
2: so what you think happened a couple of my spanish side they left and the other ones they just came and joined the black side so we were all you know huddled up yeah it's you know they've been out there since about four so at this time it's like six six thirty vibes is going high and then this comes on
4: (laughs) you guessed it (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> i love just two-stepping in a corner i don't need the show right but you know at this point my my you know my dad's side which is the black side of the family a couple of my aunts had gotten up before <sighs> oh,
3: Great. now mind you kim started
4: it I yes think.
2: shout out to kim she started it so one of my aunties you know typical she got that cut off shirt that's going over the shoulder You know what I'm saying? She got the blonde edges and she's getting out there trying to work that millionaire. (laughs) 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 And so she gets a couple people out. Next thing it's growing and I look over and I'm just like, fuck it. Even my grandma got up. Like I got footage of glow fucking getting in the, boom, we're in the electric slide. We're getting (sighs) it up. So after a couple of spins and a couple of turns and even myself, I don't like being a front of anything. Get me in the middle. That's the space I can work. <laughs> right. I can watch a nigga before me, behind me, and I. Right. Of, my thing is, I know how to do the dance, but the rotation fucks me up. Yes. Once I get like one two, okay, then I know which way you which yeah, way you turn. Yeah, yeah, And I'm sure y'all listening to this talking about always oh, clockwise or whatever the fuck. Fuck you, niggas.
3: Yeah, like I got figure it figured out. You kick the right leg or is it the left? Leg? Whatever, nigga.
2: <laughs> So as I'm looking up, you know, like, my dad likes dancing. My stepdad was there. He likes dancing. But niggas are just glued to dominoes. And I get it. Right. But it was so dope because my nana's boyfriend, he's super Spanish. He gets out there. Like, everyone kind of just let their guard down. Like, we're going to dance. And, and this is
3: where I fucked up. This <laughs> is going on. I'm in the bathroom the whole time. So <laughs> yeah. cue me walking out into the backyard. Pick, a- <laughs> pick up from there. Little did I know.
2: So Dom comes out, we make eye contact, and I just give it to him thick. Get your ass in here, be a part of it, you know? So mind you, at the time, Dom's mom was, you know, drinking or whatever. Who is a white woman. Everyone knows she's white. And she kind of looks around and she's like, okay, like, you know, it's so funny because you know when people are just overthinking this shit. So even her, she was like, okay, left, right, left, boom. She finds herself getting it in. So Dom gets over there.
3: Excuse me. Gosh.
2: Dom gets over there. So I'm like, cool. Like, my nigga got in. And here it goes, man. This nigga has
3: to. By my first step, though. (laughs) By by my first, like, my first, like, I'm watching. I'm trying to, you know, I'm hitting the shoulders, (laughs) trying to, like,. Find my, in- like, you know, like, when you play in fucking jump rope with two <laughs> niggas or double, whatever, and you try to find the timing, like, I'm trying, I couldn't even get one step in, and here come the phones, you got Roshan in the back, yelling, <laughs> niggas is clowning me, and from then, it was- I had two left feet out there. I could not pick it up. And every time I would get fucked up is when you go,
0: left, 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 right, right,
3: right, <laughs> every time it's time to go backwards you, I
4: went forward
0: you <laughs> figured me, me me out you got me red hunted <laughs> your my goddamn god. ass. So,
3: oh my god oh and my what made god. it worse to compound on top of that like Bree said the prime position is in the middle where you're surrounded by niggas so that way even if you just slip up on your steps you can just see what the people in. I was in the front so I'm trying to cock my neck hundred and eighty degrees to see <laughs> but it was terrible. It was terrible. So there is a video. Oh, there's videos. Yo,
2: <sighs> niggas, my dad sat in oh. Alora, everyone's just yelling. I heard I got a video that says, even his white mama got more rhythm. Oh. It.
3: Oh. it was just It, it was bad. <laughs> I, but you know what? I'm taking it all in stride. Yes, sir. Yes, I have sir. successfully electric slid plenty of times. <laughs> but here to me, it was a little bit tipsy, and I was <laughs> not ready. And I just, I could not catch the fucking beat. So I, I'll take that L, because it was really funny. But <sighs>
2: That instantly was one of the favorites. But hey, you sat know what? Satin and
3: Toria, y'all bet not ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know what's funny? It's like. As black people, right? Like, that's what we do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I know that, yes. that that's something that's obvious, but whenever... Because, like, we're not dancing-ass niggas. No. Like, we don't not have, not at we all. But we don't even have, like, a lot of dancing-ass niggas in, like, either of our families. Like, right. we're not those people that, right. like, seriously cut a rug. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're blended, and it shows. It's you know, two-step. Like, yeah. if it, anything
3: outside of two steps... Yeah, no. It starts getting no, fuzzy even in the brain. that.
2: Even that one where I forgot what it's called, but it's like two real quick in the middle, then back, back two again. Back and I remember I was dancing with some chick at y'all on Stacy's party and mm. she was trying to help me, but my feet were those <laughs> you have to be like on your toes. Yeah. Like you need to be fast, 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 slow, 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 fast. Yeah, like nah, man. I I'm my- not I'm not that advanced. But we, we gotta get our shit ready before our next wedding because yeah. we are not gonna be out there looking like
3: Nah yeah. I I, I can't do two <laughs> bad electric slides in a row, but nigga, nah. my shit was out there gooped out. No, I- yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but hey, I like I said, I'm not a person that's like it gets out there like oh let me show off my dancing skills you know what no, i'm saying so never you can't talk shit from the sidelines get your oh, ass out there man. so that that was like really really fun i watched those videos for a long time oh, but man. no man so house party uh was great um some of jen's family was in this weekend her sister her best friend mm. um her goddaughter and it was just nice we kind of were like the smith hotel here for mm-hmm. 3 or 4 days um, so yesterday, you know, we got all of our cleaning done, and I was just like, Jen, we are Finally, shut down yeah. for the summer. Like, for right now, something small, okay, but don't plan another motherfucking thing here. Literally outside Seriously. of,
3: like, a small dinner. A like, small dinner, no, literally, because nah, I feel you, man.
2: it's so much cleaning, and then, you know, we got the puppy, and, you know, we're just... But it's been nice. I go back to work in two days. I'm not, like, ultra excited, but I am excited to get back to the bag, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been kind of spending probably too much, even before we got the house, like, Mm -hmm. just eating out at work, you know what I'm saying, buying bullshit, eating Mm -hmm. out here, so yesterday, Jenna and I were like, nope, we're tightening back up, we're eating at home, we bought the shakes, and that's Mm -hmm. why it's just nice just to be able to get back into this exercise shit, and like, okay, we moved, cut my hair, we had our parties, we got the dog, like, we are done, we're set. first. Half of this year was amazing. Now we got to go back. And we got to prove ourselves again and we got to get it going. Mm-hmm. Um, so really quick light on finance. My main budget was completely torn to shreds. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I literally worked like one week in May. Yeah. I was off for a lot. So that wasn't, you know, the best, but I got that back in, in order. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of time back on Deutsche and Bit. Um, they're coming back up right mm-hmm. about 40, 42 cents for Deutsche. We're only 20 cents away from when we bought again. Exactly. So if you haven't sold, you know, keep holding, hold your horses, make your money back. And also, don't, you know, because niggas are like, oh, the minute I get my cheese back, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Well, you've already lost it all the way down to 20 cents, so you lost a 40 cent return. Mm -hmm. At this point, could you wait for a 40 percent, you know, Mm -hmm. I I, want to use the word return again, but... Mm
3: -hmm. No, I you. you
2: should wait now. You've already been on the worst side. Now mm-hmm. wait for it to go best side. We got them niggas that wanted to sell out the game. Large shareholders. Now we're in here. Everybody that's at 40 cents wants to be here. And we're moving yeah. forward. So don't get discouraged if you still have Deutsche or or Bitcoin. Bits are like almost 40,000 yeah. too. Coming back up. It
3: seems like Doge and Bit seem to be moving almost in line with each other. Mm-hmm. Like their their movements are really masking each other. And like whatever doges is at cent wise, Bitcoin is floating right around there dollar wise, You know, right. just obviously in the thousands or tens of thousands. So it's really interesting, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And that's the thing about just this financial stuff is anytime we see a new all-time high, like-
2: It's gonna be an all-time low.
3: Right, In well, even a higher low than what we're used to. So even right now, We've probably lost close to $1,000 off of Doge. But the thing about that $1,000 was that was all profit anyways. Right. So in the grand scheme of it, we're still up a couple thousand. Um, So there's just no need to get overly emotional about it. I saw some people on the timeline today just talking about Doge and like, oh, the hype is all gone. It's done. And it's like, bro, anytime something is just moving astronomical numbers, there's going to be hype you know what I'm saying? But the day-to-day people that are just used to this type of stuff already, it's not going to get phased. Just because Doge dropped down to 40 cents doesn't mean that there's no more belief in it or it was a bust or a loss. It's just like, bro, it's the nature of the game and you have to be willing to just be upfront about it, number one. And then number two, just not get scared. All of this shit moves in cycles, dude.
2: Um when we had reinvested into deutsche corn we actually sold all of our stocks our that our dividends we, yeah i had a couple i think i had like seven or eight stock um shares of uh amc oh sound kind of salty about that
3: okay that is reason to be salty for sure
2: little bit salty but, but you know hey shout out to y'all making some money on that because that had a really big high with the GameStop, and then mm-hmm. it went all the way back down to like three, four dollars. That's what I bought it at, and now it's upwards of forty something dollars or yeah. some change. So, oh look at that! The trash man shows up a day later.
3: A day late,
2: dog. We put out the trash on Tuesday.
3: Fuck, that's right. That bullshit. Oh, probably because they had a holiday.
2: Holiday was on Monday. What does that have to do with your Wednesday pickup?
3: Because if I don't work till Wednesday, then that's my <sighs> holiday. Jesus. Yeah, the trash people are pretty weird like that. Yeah, speaking of trash and utilities, man, these niggas at Southern California, Southern California, Edison, trying to rob me on my fucking electricity. Bro. Always. How do I have solar running activated for two months? When I check the little solar chart, it says that I'm actually producing more energy than I'm using. But when I get my bill, y'all are charging me regular get these punk ass because they
2: love to take your money in full yeah and we'll just pay you back in three or four or, months Or if
3: you ever figured it or out we'll just leave it on your account as a credit no. so I, I call these niggas and after like 45 minutes of them having me on hold or whatever uh finally get someone on explain them to them what i explained to the first person who had mm. to transfer me oh yeah oh wow yeah we are overcharging you it seems because you're not you know because what you're not classified under a solar rate it usually takes two to three billing cycles for our billing department Mm. to you know record you know put you on the solar plan okay well i'm calling you because i just got my third billing cycle and i still don't see nothing oh yeah yeah please be patient but no worries we're we have you know records of the energy that you've sent back to us, I don't and care about all of your the months and the months that you've paid at the regular rate, so you know when it's all said and done, we'll just apply it to a credit or if you you know want, we can send you a checkbook but bro, I want my shit right now. Why am I paying a sixty five dollar bill when I'm sending energy back, yep. Now, I'm not saying that it needs to be just a clean wash every month. Right. But honestly, anything over $10 a month when my fucking computer (laughs) is telling me that I'm giving back energy, unacceptable. Period. Run me my shit. Period. So I said, so y'all can't put in a special work request because this is already my third billing cycle. No, no, no. Oh, no. So they gave me the whole rigmarole, said, wait till one more billing cycle and, and then when then, i'm calling you then e- exactly we're going i'm going to go through the whole so that's you know that's kind of horseshit but i will say though from having these solar panels for 2 months never had solar in my life before very very interesting it does seem like it will make a huge difference
4: i'm
2: still pretty stingy with the air we are um, too.
3: Luckily, it doesn't get very hot in my house, though. But sometimes at night, I do gotta kick turn it, on it on for just a few minutes. I'm
2: definitely turning it on, like right now. Last night, you know how it is. Upstairs is hotter than downstairs, of so downstairs when we're sitting in one area, my ceiling fans, open windows, that'll cover a It'll lot. Get the job done. We go upstairs, 81 degrees. Death. Cut this AC on, mm-hmm. and then what? I my dumbass last night. I was even laying there, and I'm like, it's taking too long to cool down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? Now, 30 minutes to an hour before I'm about to shut it down. Got to turn on that kick AC and kick it up. But um, now solar panels are definitely worth it. I mean, yeah. even if they were only a couple bucks off, it saves a whole bunch of energy for the, the planet, planet. <laughs> So No yeah We'll but, just stick with that
3: But for sure no But yeah So I like it I'm trying to figure out like How to be Most efficient with it Cause it seems like It's not until like Later in the day Do you that have it's... one AC unit? mm-hmm
2: I What I've noticed for sure Is you gotta understand The flow of your house mm-hmm. What sucks about your second floor Is that the only air You have come in Is your balcony Mm-hmm. And there's no other window for it to like pull from to, to create a flow. Mm-hmm. So you well, might. We
3: have to use Tyler's bedroom. So right. once her windows open, then there's actually like a little, a, little a little bit of a streamline. What
2: I've noticed so far is like even when we're downstairs, I'll open up windows, but I keep all of my upstairs windows closed. Mm. Um, sometimes I'll leave our ceiling fans on. Yes. I so usually it's just leave that on. they're yeah. on. The windows are closed. So no hot air is coming in. It's just kind of shoving around what Mm -hmm. it has so that by the time we get up there, even then it's not like terrible. Because the other day I left all the windows open thinking, Oh, I'm cooling it down. No. No. I was letting all the heat in the house and Mm -hmm. then it just took forever to get rid of it. So I'm not trying to be like a super cheap ass with it, but I am also putting niggas on a leash with it because Jen will turn it on and they'll the other day we she cooked something, left the oven on. We went to Debbie's house. She left the oven on for six hours. Fuck. Came home and the kitchen was literally. Sweltering. And I'm just, oh my God, I touched it. I bet you did it. No, you didn't. Right. It's hot. Right. So what I don't want is you thinking you left the house 10 hours ago and you got the fucking AC running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I said, it's just, I'm just. We, when we lived in the apartment, you know, we keep it at Cranked. 69. Yeah. I had that whole running, but it was a 900 square foot apartment. Right. It's it ain't a close lot. to 3,000. <laughs> it's
3: a lot different than 2,600. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know 69 degrees in uh, a nah. big ass house is way Yeah, because even different.
2: now she'll turn it on and she'll, oh, I'm trying to cool it to 72. When you're at 82 degrees, it'll take You need to get to us, 75. That's it. And let it rock and turn yeah. your fucking fan on and we'll be good, you yeah. know, so- we're just trying to get yeah. get adjusted and it does suck moving in in the summer because you're just like, fuck.
3: Yeah. And like I said, I will say my house does tend to stay pretty cool. Like I said, it usually doesn't get warm inside my house till usually the evening time, you yeah. know? So like I said, usually around bedtime, like it'll be 80, but... What's also fortunate is my house does cool down rather quickly. Well,
2: you don't have a lot of, like, natural lighting in your house either. So the sun's really not beaming on y'all shit. Right,
3: right. So that's pretty fortunate. So just trying to find, you know, like, where you fit in the happy medium. Our water bill was more expensive this month. And I'm not sure if it's because we used more water or there were just actually, this was actually a full billing period as opposed to a partial billing period last time. So I'm kind of just like...
2: Manny, you don't even have sprinklers, dog. mm Imagine us, dude.
3: Yeah. We That's had a lot of... Down,
2: yeah. I know it's going to be high because we had so many people staying here this month and mm-hmm. my grass trying to keep that shit from not dying. We watering that whole a lot. So, mm. it is what it is. You take the highs with the lows. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. expecting towards the winter. We get a lot of this cheese bag. You hear know what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So,
2: you know, the joys of home ownership. <sighs> well, I have some... Screenshots here Some conversation I think would be nice For us to
3: have Wait Screenshots of who?
2: I didn't say of who I'm just saying Of some okay, things I'm just, look at you know, shit. He's sweating already look, He's sweating already if ready. it's not,
3: If it ain't my Twitter It's my likes my, my DMs Somehow Someway My shit be getting out there and I don't know
2: Well I, I'll read one from Dom And quote oh, When they level up And are happy after All <laughs> For a month, but we here. No, she's.
3: (laughs) You're a sicko for
2: that. Quote: When they level up and are happy after question mark, I take credit for that. That's my toxic trait. (gasps) Let's do a little deep dive on this. So, what were you talking about when you (sighs) tweeted this? April twenty eighth of the twenty first year. What was going on at Young (laughs) underscore Proper?
3: Nah, I mean, that was like a joke, a truth hidden in a joke, but I don't know. I do kind of feel like in a very obnoxious way, okay, I don't really consider myself a jealous person. Okay. Um, Not to say that I'm immune to it, but typically at the very least, if I am feeling jealous, I'm not showing it at all. But... I was just thinking like, you know, you have relationships with people, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not typically one of those people that thinks of every failed relationship is a waste of time. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no, we spent time together. We had ups, we had downs, but we learned some shit from it. And we're going to apply that to the next relationship, which is what kind of inspired the tweet. So it's like, you break up with someone, or even if it's not as official as a breakup, you're moving on. You catch glimpses of them, you know what I'm saying? Getting, getting their dating legs back under them. You're probably doing the same thing. And you know what I'm saying? They're in a new relationship. They seem very happy, or they're, they're it seems like they're behaving in ways, and... Which it seem like which makes it seem like you know they're in a much stronger place or healthier relationship stance, maybe than what y'all two were in. And so it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take a little bit of credit for that. I feel like I taught you something about yourself mm. that you're taking to the next person. And when that next person is like, Damn, who taught you that? Mm, so now- in my scenario, in the back of your mind, you're saying, Damo taught me.
2: Wow. Don't ever whisper Donald (laughs) Trump in my fucking ear again. (laughs) Let me write this down. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) But I mean, and
3: that's just like, you know, some super obnoxious in the back of my mind type shit. But, you know, to a certain extent, like I do feel like it's applicable and it could. This is a sick Negro. Maybe, maybe, but. That's not to say that it can't be applied both ways You know what I'm saying So, gotcha. But it's just me So I'm looking and so I'm that saying So that's your toxic it. trait I think so one of them yeah mm.
2: I'm definitely not looking at you doing better Saying
3: Like if she gets married like right after me Like I feel responsible for that Like I pushed you into that marriage mm. For better or worse
2: So in what way would she look at you then And take credit
3: for that Well I'm very private anyway So she probably wouldn't know but if she
2: knows that you're private pause, there has to be something that you're showing.
3: Well, you know, that's up to her to decide. Mm, Am I acting different? Do I look like I'm acting different? We'll have to get her on here one day.
2: Um, <laughs> okay. I also have. I also have. Um, this, but wait, what are
3: your thoughts on, on that on that sentiment?
2: I'm different. I don't yeah. think it has. Maybe in my mind, like, I don't consider myself, like, a jealous person on some sicko shit for sure. sure. I don't really tie jealousy into it. I don't think that unless we really ended on great terms that I'm ever really just going to say, oh, yeah, that good for you, man. That looks good. Especially if I don't have I'm not already in a new situation, Mm. like just on the basic level. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking at you doing anything saying, oh, man, that was on me. Like, (laughs) nah. There's definitely been times, sure, for sure, that you're just like this whole, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, your your whole get down is is what I is gave me. You, period. Yeah, yeah. and I, <laughs> like I put I you get up. That. That's, that's Yeah, just, no, that's to I me. That's that. what
3: the sentiment is like.
2: What I uh. Let me speak in past terms, please. You guys help me with... In a hypothetical... Help me (laughs) with...
3: (laughs) Let me hit the disclaimer. In a hypothetical (laughs) situation that in no way, shape, or form applies to our real lived experiences.
2: Correct. I, back in the day, I knew I did something right when you would get that text. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mm. heard a song. Just thought about you or mm. thinking about you, or and I haven't always like broken up a situation, relationship, whatever in person. And usually that's not like I don't, I wouldn't put it on myself. Mm. I just think it's really hard to break up with me face to face, like anybody. So we end up doing this shit over text, and I'll let you talk a lot. Like my last relationship. I knew it was coming. She knew it was coming. Mm. And she pulled the plug. Mm. Hey, like how we had, we didn't talk to a couple of days. Like this is, yeah, we both know it's done, but we actually were still just like, wish the best for you, best for you, love you, take care type shit. Oh, we could still be friends. No, mm. no, we can't. Mm. And I don't want to be your friend outside of that because mm. it's cool when you're single, but when you're not, mm. am I not supposed to tell the person I'm in a relationship with now? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just weird. It's just fake. So it's like, I'd always be like, no, I'm not. Well, sooner than later comes that text. I'll go ghost. I'll be prideful quick. I'm done. Mm. I don't need to. I could be staring at your text message thread or not. I'll delete the pictures, the thread. Gotta delete. And we're the out. Yeah, we're out. Gotta delete. And the I thread. will never, ever text you first. I don't give a fuck if it's your birthday. Mm. Now Lately As I gotten older We were able to keep each other On social media That was my mature Like You okay, do you right. I do me Like I'm gonna keep the peace here Yes So I always get a text Thinking of you You know This that and the third And that's when I kill them off mm. I say nothing I got a lot of good text messages Snapchat messages Of Congrats So happy for you This is crazy mm. Dead silence Mm That's my thing. That's just to solidify. Stone
3: cold killer.
2: But, you know, a lot of times when we was younger, like, that's the easy way back in. So you say thank you. Then you respond something for them. And the next thing you know, you're back on this wave. Mm. And believe it or not, even when you're not looking for something serious, every time that you go backwards and you're not able to close that door,
5: Mm.
2: you got to think about yourself. It fucks with you to Mm. me. Mm. Now I'm still thinking about you. Now, I don't, now I'm not available for someone else 100% because mm. I know I can still be hitting this. I'm still texting you. I'm still texting you. Mm-hmm. And nothing's ever done for me. And mm. now I have three or four relationships that it, it could all go down between a, a Snapchat hit up. Mm. And to me, I just stopped feeling like, you know, I'll go years without talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not in a good space. Mm-hmm. Come back on some whole shit. No, nah, I'm not mm. in a good space. So I'll debt it. That's me.
3: Yeah. No, I understand. And
2: it's not easy.
3: No, it's not. Because that is probably one of the biggest things that I've struggled with, especially over the past six, seven years, was just it's very easy to leave doors open. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even if it's, like, not even necessarily detrimental to you anymore, you just know that it's, like, old and tired, but there's a certain level of, comfort or familiarity that comes with it so it just makes it easy to you know what i'm saying be on your anderson pack shit leave the door open but yeah and, and, i do and, and, and i I, is, I can agree with you on that and there and is tough. a
2: time and space for that sure. you know what i'm saying you get out of a heavy relationship i'm letting everything fly right but nine times out of ten i'm not going to no old work yeah. I don't even like giving bitches satisfaction that you can even reach me after a year and a half. I'm, I'm so further beyond mm. whatever you thought of me. Mm. So in my mind, when I do that, it's like I'm still here. I was still thinking about you and all that fuck shit. Mm. Just to hit it and to be like, all right, I'm cool again. I'm not thirsty for a pussy like that. Mm. So to me, that's always been my thing. I'm done.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: We're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm
2: moving on. And nine times out of ten, I have found a better situation. Sure. But I don't know. I'm not the kind of person that, like, dated, especially because I used to fuck a lot of my friends. And so it was just always fucked up for me. And it's like, you're not friends with them anymore. I was like, yeah, I'm not friends with them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't. I, I had to stop that. Right. I had to cut that off and grow up from that and be like, yo, when I'm done, I'm done, man. Because it's always just more than that. And again, everybody has something different. But mm-hmm. um, there's nothing worse to me than wasted time. The only time it's wasted is on that double back. Mm. You want to fuck with a hoe for four years and y'all got a certain type of relationship. That's y'all relationship. Mm-hmm. But you can't quit her. And then after a year, you're back with her and you're doing the exact same god. Goddamn- now that's six years. Mm. To me, that's the wasted time. It's mm. never really the time that we're involved. Mm-hmm. It's when we knew we should have been done. But and we didn't. didn't. Got gotcha. you. And now it sucks a thousand times more because we still don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you just get stuck. So I would say my most toxic trait, being a woman that dates women, because we talk too fucking much, is for a long time was that friendship.
3: Mm. Like you feel like it's easier to, as a girl dating girls, you feel like it's easier to get off that friend shit. In yeah. In between the romance or sexual well, stuff.
2: I mean, again, and I'm not trying to sound like money bag yo, but right. there's plenty of times that you, even as a man. Sure. Yes, it's more obvious when you hit a girl up and you just have, like, you have plenty of relationships, friendships on Twitter with females, no? Yes. Girls that you've never had sex with. True. Girls you've never hit on. True. You flirt, but. Yes. Okay. So you've already had this certain friendship. Sure. So imagine if every single one of them chicks you smashed. <laughs> At a certain point, it's like yo, hold on, give <laughs> yourself some air. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was not I was really in the.
0: I was really in the thick of the principal, she was, you heard of me when she said she was out in these trenches,
2: oh, right, man. <laughs> yeah. Turn the AC on now, man. I was sweating this you know I mean? No, I no, can't I mean, wait till you sit down as a couple. Of no, kids. I was. She gonna be like, "What y'all talk about? Nothing much. Not basketball. much. No, yeah, basketball, basketball. Yeah, simple shit. No, that's no, but, hilarious. But I get you. I no, get but you. that's what I'm saying. Like, as and again, it's not for every gay woman out there. But you know, especially when you're not out the closet yet either, you'd be friends with a bitch that was never gay before, said so she would never, and, and there she know. is. Yeah. And so now so you're you, the asshole because you turned her out. Because you turned her out, which used to sound fun, it's not. <laughs> you fucking. Turned her out. You turned her out, and now oh, you've lost a friend and yes. you've lost a girl. Yes, bruh, bruh. I learned that out high school. Ugh, I don't know how many deaths I had like that. That is the worst. And I felt responsible for that on my end because I'm just mm. like, you know, you're really gay. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really gay and you let them be curious in your space. Mm. And now you have lost out on a friend and a chick. Mm. And so, like I said, with, with the man, it's more obvious your intentions. I'm mm-hmm. texting you not going to be not all, you know, some, what do we call that? Um, Friends on shit. Right. So, like, we're friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just a little bit more obvious as a man to be like, all right, he's trying to hit on me. Mm-hmm. Versus a girl, I'd be like, what's up? What's up? And Next here season, we are. You know, yeah, it's married. like, here we are. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's been my thing, I guess, for my toxic trick that I've just been working on. Obviously, yeah. I'm in a relationship now. But this is when it's the hardest. When there's plenty of times I've talked about women I've been with with Jen. And I do see them doing good. You know, Mm. one of my exes just got married. I'm like, shout out to her. Like, that's what she wanted. Yeah. And who she wanted it with. Right. So, yeah, I am happy for you. Like, I'm happy. You're happy. We're doing great. And sometimes I tell Jen that kind of stuff. And, you know, some stuff she listens, some stuff she's like, nah. There's plenty of people that I wish I could have invited over that we have all moved on from now or really, really dope personalities. And you just can't. That's just the name. Of the game. So, obviously, it's a lot easier to be friends with people right now because everybody knows that I'm with Jen, and it's it's great. Like, mm. I'm not coming on no weird shit. It's mm. nothing like that. But step out of a relationship for two minutes mm. and see who will come out. Even someone that's gay, like, especially bitches because mm. now they're pocket watching. Mm. So, moral of the story here is, y'all, when you're done with somebody, be done with them. And mm. not because... You can't pull them. You can't fuck them. But because you got to be in a space where like you told yourself you was moving on and you did. Right. And that's it. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself just to be done with that that old situation and move on. And not just in relationships. Like that's a like, hardest thing to a, fucking a life, do. A life thing. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. No, that's. That was very insightful Thank you, thank you I appreciate that talk All right. Alright My next screenshot No, this isn't you So this was
2: this girl Named Kayla Nicole Thank God She's been a meme forever Skinny black chick Does she look familiar? She always has the funny hair The the one who be making Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, Okay okay, So allegedly She had her boyfriend Baby daddy, whatever And she had been with him Before the fame And she had bought him A car Oh. And been icing him out, okay. I guess,
3: right? You just bought a new car. Who did? Didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay. No, okay. I didn't.
2: <laughs> and so I guess they were trying to kill her for buying him a car. So let me read y'all what she says. Okay. Actually, Dom, you read it and get your sass on and hit. Oh,
3: okay. Let me <clears throat> <laughs> What is... I almost said something nuts? Never mind. Haha. <laughs> Funny how I'm a stupid bitch, in quotes, for buying my boyfriend a car A lot of you women constantly scream what you wouldn't do, when really, you couldn't do Let's start there Women also always expect a reward in loyalty and forget it's the same with men Get you a real nigga and he gon' reap the benefits. (laughs) I grew up with this guy and he been the same before and after my fame. Boyfriend or best friend, he deserves to win. And I'll always be his cheerleader. One more thing. It be the same bitches that can't even go 50-50 with they nigga and wanna be spoiled. You can cater to a nigga when you a boss ass bitch.
0: Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about
3: that. Cardi dropping bags. Uh. Beyonce buying jets. (laughs) And I'm putting, and I'm putting everybody in beamers. Rich bitches ball different. Now mind your tax bracket and write that nigga a paragraph while he responds. on it's your girl,
4: big the big.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was reading it by the time I got to the middle. She was talking that. <laughs> Talk that sass. <laughs> nigga. Talk that sass. She was talking that fucking sass. This fuck? your girl, bitch. The biggest. What you feeling like that as a man? How you feeling like that? <laughs>
3: Yo, <clears throat> um, I mean that's how she feels. I, I, I can't really argue with the logic. I guess of where she's coming from, she's clearly speaking about a man who's been in her life in a relevant capacity, whatever title you want to put on that. Mm-hmm. He's been in her life for, for uh, uh, in a relevant way since before she got quote unquote famous, mm-hmm. and he's still there after. If he ain't switched up and he's held her down and that's how she felt he she wanted to reward him I mean what's I don't know what's wrong with that
2: what's wrong with it is Is it because it's a car what's wrong with it is that it's unorthodox true this is not my words this is the masses
3: well you're you're the traditionalist of the group I
2: am and I have no problem when Jen makes me feel like the little spoon, oh. I take it with my stride. That's good. The problem is she, to me, she was spitting facts.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When a man gets famous, he's in the NBA, he's a rapper, he's whatever the fuck. Sure. Especially rappers right now. Their little girlfriends that's had one out of the seven of their kids. Mm. You're icing out new cars, push gifts, all this fuck shit. Why? You still got plenty of holes on the sides and all that. Like it's a competition out there now for, Okay, who can spoil their girl, the their, best their bitch, the whatever. best, whatever. So, as a woman, you can't be Steadman to my Oprah? Oh. So, why is she getting penalized for being famous, having the money, clearly being the breadwinner, and saying, I want to do the exact same thing that you bitches want to get treated like. I'm just the one swiping the checks. And right. I don't know. To me, that's just some boss-ass shit. And that's you, what she said.
3: <laughs> that's Boss hoes move different. Boss
2: hoes move differently. I, I really don't see a problem with that. I, now, don't, I don't see on a problem on a regular, bro. degular, average Joe, you didn't get famous. He's not working. You're taking care of him. <sighs> on the traditional side, like, yeah, a nigga needs a job. You know what I'm saying? Rule, yes. But we're still activists for there should be <laughs> equal rights in the home. Both yes. of you should make money. Both of you should cook. Both of you should clean. Like that whole bit. Mm-hmm. So I agree with her just kind of putting pressure on bitches necks. Like, yo, you want the same respect or reward for your loyalty at best.
3: Whatever that is. But
2: if it's given to a man, then that's just completely yeah. out of the question. Well, that's not fair. No one doesn't know if he's not working or he is or whatever their situation is.
3: And yeah, and I would assume if you're buying someone a car, helping them get a car, anything, you probably feel like they deserve it, right? In one shape or form or another, he's probably super regular, degular. Probably got him a solid nine to five, and he's just living his life. He just happens to be dating slash. Father of the child of a chick who's
2: famous and who made it. And there should be nothing wrong with that. There should be nothing wrong with that. I I think
3: it's just jarring to people because it's a car.
1: Because
3: we've seen plenty of times where, you know, bitches is putting shit on the timeline about how they, you know, gooped out for their man's b day or whatever. And that gets love. But but bottom line, you don't make
2: the money that I do. So it's the same intention. If you could have bought him a car. You bought a nigga a PlayStation 5, all the games, sneakers and shirts. You spent over a rack on that nigga.
3: Mm, you probably spent like two or three racks Okay, on so
2: she wanted to spend a couple more. Because that's Cause what how, she could afford. That's what she could afford. And that's just not your
3: business. That's not your fucking business.
2: So I don't know. When I, I had read that a couple weeks ago and I was like, no, oh, this is, will be a good
3: conversation. It is always funny just kind of. Revisiting Cause you
2: be asking her for like 7 bucks for lunch And she still be telling you no So I just wanted to know what you
3: felt about this <laughs> See how this nigga ties it in <laughs> See how she does that Yeah that brother's starving yes, I was starving <laughs> And I did end up getting the 7 dollars And I was very Very grateful for, I was very grateful for it Mind you Um Went to Wendy's and got that full football. Oh man, <laughs> fucked it up. You hear to me? It was just enough. Um, no, it's just always kind of funny when you know one minute you hear people on one side of the spectrum when it comes to roles and whose job is it to do what, and then they're on the other side when it looks good aesthetically. But bottom line is, you have to find out what works for you in your relationship. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and also, you know, you have to be able to, you know, in a healthy way, define your guys's roles. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Who's good at what, who likes doing what, and then who doesn't like doing what, and then let's just see where we fall right. after we've divvied up the obvious tasks mm-hmm. for everybody. But I don't know, like, I just feel like, People are trying too hard to to cling to something that they don't live by. Right. And I think we had this conversation when we was talking about Saweetie, talking about, you know what I'm saying, niggas wanting to be spoiled is a feminine trait or whatever she said. And it's just like people project what they think they want onto a reality that they're not living the bottom line is bitch you and your man are making five figures and y'all both need each other to work to make shit happen right you may want to be a stay-at-home mom who don't pay no bills and all you got to do is prance around and look cute that's fine you there's nothing wrong with wanting that per se but (laughs) that's not your lived reality so You have to be able to look at the things that maybe you want to aspire to in where you're at right now. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to be a stay-at-home mom that's doing this or that, well, shit, bitch, put in the extra hours so we can get you to that point. I don't know. And vice versa. You You know know. what I'm saying? Um, I don't think it's a God-given rule about who should make more and by how much. You just have to be able to do what's realistic for you. Someone making $150,000, dating someone who's making $30,000, what might create issues is that we just live two totally different lives based on what we can afford. Right. That can maybe make us non-compatible, right? Right. But if someone's making $100,000 and the other person's making $70,000, and we both know that if this were to split we'd still have all of our, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we have a lot more flexibility in what we can do and designate roles in our relationship when we're just more in tune that way. So
2: I just think this goes more with just perception yeah. and being on social media oh, and, 000%. you percent. Know, bottom line. Like that's I what I'm saying. Said, it's because people, it was
3: a car. If she was just like, oh, I bought this nigga to PS5. That's what no, you would No, you'd be, be talking shit
2: saying, oh, bitch, you're a millionaire. And you all, you know, exactly. So like,
3: you win for losing and you lose, for winning. winning yeah <sighs> horseshit stupid stupid shit.
2: what you got for us this week
3: um one thing that i wanted to talk about oh this is just another random question that i saw on twitter but maybe it could be interesting do you think it's easier to live under the theory that everything happens for a reason or that everything is random and nothing matters or do you find yourself floating in between the two?
2: I would say specifically because my life has turned in the way that I wanted it to, mm. that everything happens for a reason. Mm. Um, Because I feel like I've earned this lifestyle. Okay. Not just, you know, with money and job or status, but just things that I have worked on Mm. internally Mm. are now being seen for the first time. Mm. And so I don't think, wow. I think it's easier to say that first one, whatever, what was the first one again?
3: Yeah. The first one was, uh, everything happens for a reason. I think that's
2: a lot easier to say when it goes the way you want it to. Mm. I think a lot of times that gets said when it doesn't
3: go the way you want it to.
2: And for me, it's not easy when you're telling me, "Well, everything happens for a reason."
3: When something bad happens. When something to you. bad happens, because gotcha.
2: that's just really hard to accept. Right. Um, the other one of randomness, I think I have just a little bit too much faith, just to think that shit is just thrown out there and I'm just getting hit randomly. Mm. Now, again, I don't think either or fit when your tire blows off the side of the freeway. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's also hard to swallow when someone dies and niggas are just like, Chris dies, and I'm just like, well, shit, it's just random, bro. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel after hearing that? It's kind of like, nah, I'd rather hear that that was his time and stuff like that that we say Because sometimes
3: I feel like, I don't know, and it could just be me not, and this is a very specific situation right, tied right. to Chris, but, you know, when I do think about it, you know, I still don't quite accept that there was a reason for his death either maybe there was well and maybe I, it's not mine to find out until well, that's i what I'm go saying. but that's that doesn't I, that's, but i don't those, say that
2: it's just random like nigga just sure, died sure, randomly sure sure like that's no, not because that. someone all you know what i'm saying Spe- yeah. specifically when bad things happen right and and when you get job promotions and you have a kid and you get a house none of that is random true you earned all of that True. for better, for worse. True. So to me, a lot of more things fit under whatever is supposed to happen. It's going to happen category. Mm. So I'm going to say that's where I live. I can just recognize that when bad stuff happens, it's a shady place.
3: Yeah. Okay. No, I fucked What about that. you? I think, I do think, I guess when I think of this question, um, when I reflect, so I'm looking on hindsight now. Um, it's a lot easier to attribute the everything happens for a reason to your reflection, right? Because when you look at where you're at now, and then you look at the last 10, 11, 12 months that it took to get here, you're like, okay, that just was not purely by coincidence. You know what I'm saying? And then also there are times where I'm reflecting on maybe like the present and then into the future. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like, I guess like when, when in moments of stress and it could be a coping thing, but like sometimes like in moments of stress or maybe not even necessarily stress, but like you're anxious or worried about something that's possibly coming up, sometimes it can feel like uh, I, I, I just need to let go. in let go Yeah. Understand, let go, oh my God. Right, and that <laughs> no, can no, be, no. <laughs> but yes, but that could be like, yeah. you can define that as an element of randomness. I'm putting myself in the best possible position, but certain things maybe outside of my control still need to happen as well in tandem with my intentional work and See, effort. See, I disagree because
2: mm. random to me means that no one knows when it's coming. If you're thinking about something mm. and worrying about something, you saying, you know what, if this shit goes left or this shit goes right, I'm mm. going to let it be what it is. That still ties to the first one. Mm. random is random mm. and it's only random because nobody knows when that's happening. Mm. Like Jesus returning to the earth. That is random. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you get what I'm saying? Random is just kind of like, yeah, I, it, you got a drug test today. That's random. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not damn. I'm going to get tested when I get back to work on vacation. I'm going to just, Go with the flow. No, you, because I mean, once you started thinking about something, now we are advocates of you throw something to the universe.
3: It's probably going
2: it to will make its yeah, way back. For sure. Now the outcome can be different, mm. but I think for us, for sure, like I, we do believe in the universe's vibe, energy, and the fact that it accepts things, it rejects things, mm-hmm. and you know, it kind of pushes that energy back. But to me, once I've already had that thought, mm. I'm controlling it and or manipulating. Manipulating it in one way or the other.
3: I I can agree with that. So
2: I think most people live under the first one because it's easier, especially when bad things happen. Mm. I don't think we are. Kobe's death to us felt random. Sure. But there was some reasoning. I'll never know. So now I do have to let, well, whatever just happened, Like hmm. as if you were Vanessa, her kids, like we have to move on. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is definitely a, a lot of things that you could feel like the fuck was that for, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And maybe mm-hmm. we'll get a lot later. Maybe we'll never know. Right. But I think just to keep the peace in our heads, just accept what you have.
3: And that's what it's about. You have to, you have to do these Thought exercises to... No, literally. Just literally keep the sanity because...
2: And, and I'll say really quick, you know, uh, obviously we have a podcast, so we talk about things. We don't talk about too much, you know, try to get too personal. But, like, a lot of the silly shit maybe you guys are listening to, like, I don't know, who gives a fuck how big the gazebo was and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, that stuff matters to us. Mm-hmm. You um, should find a way to release things that you were thinking about. Mm. And let other people hear them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not like someone that writes down on a journal or notes or stuff like that. But I know like the younger generation, like my little cousins, that's their vibe. Like Mm -hmm. putting shit on a note and writing that down for however long that grows. Super respectable too. I've always respected
3: people that were able to just sit with their own thoughts and put them out. Even if it's just only to their cells, like on some diary shit, like that's heavy. I've always
2: been intimidated with the diary because there's been plenty of times I wrote stuff down in my notes that I did not want to read when I was past it. Like, Mm. you know, you, you end up, you know, just thinking off the handle. So I don't know. I'm just saying, you don't need to start a fucking podcast, but find people that you're comfortable with talking to even the most minuscule fucking thing and release it and Mm. let it go. Because I'll speak for myself. I have hung myself on words Mm. on text messages, Mm. on looks, Mm -hmm. on just bullshit, how someone walked past me Mm -hmm. and it's just festered for so long. And now I've made it this big ass thing Mm -hmm. and you can give a fuck about it. But because I didn't talk to it about it with anyone, Mm -hmm. like it just consumed me. Mm -hmm. And that kind of just ties in with what I said earlier, letting go of the bullshit. Release it, it's gone. Mm. It comes its way back because it just naturally was just, on on that turn, and it was just coming to me. But mm. I am done with this situation, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, So that that was a good little yeah. segment.
3: Yeah. I, no, for sure.
2: I have uh, one last thing. Do okay. you, well, first off, if the Lakers don't win tonight, there will be no episode 39. We're just going <laughs> to skip right over to 40. Not going to come in here. And clean up no, yeah, this you, bullshit. You no, to, no, I'm you not. You're gonna have to speak. It'll for be Dom Solo Pod. <laughs> Maybe he can get a person or two in here. Oh my god, they they pissed me off the other night, dog. They were that pretty. Thirty bad. points. The th- th- fucking halftime, dude.
3: That was pretty bad.
2: I'm telling you, fuck the Clippers. But if them niggas lose tonight, Charles Barkley was calling that nigga street, a street clothes. Th- Man, it needed to be said though, bruh. I, I never understood how you could be good one game and not good the other when there was only a day apart part and you only had one practice anyway. Yeah either take this shit not up,
3: to say you don't but you're, you're on the out. verge of elimination bro so <laughs> either you're gonna fight through it or you're not like that's the name of the game when it comes to Period. sports who never want to see people get hurt or put themselves in stupid situations but, like, but my hurt, nigga be hurt be it, hurt and drop out of the series be hurt but stop but now you're gonna this- come up, now you're gonna show up in game six he's gonna play or is he still slated not to
2: before this pod, he, he was slated not to. I don't know. I'd, and be surprised.
3: I'd be surprised if he didn't play. but
2: It just sucks, and I'm just going to be glued in my
3: seat, and I'm just sick <sighs> about it already.
2: Because yeah. even if we do win, now we still got to win Game 7. Yes. Like We're in a lose-lose position to me.
3: Yeah. Game 7 in Phoenix at that.
2: So really quick, sports. Uh, Miami got swept. Let me get some airwaves <laughs> for that. Hold on. Hold on, Mike. Hold on.
4: That
3: good old push broom.
2: Uh, Clippers are down Dallas wins one more game They're good So uh, Damn I didn't want to see The Knicks lose Knicks lost to Trey Young Nigga said I took a bow Because I know there's A lot of shows In New York City And this is what you do When a show's over (laughs) You didn't have to do them Like that
3: Um, Nah yeah I've been seeing a lot (laughs) There's some people I follow on Twitter That they call it Leviticus
2: Leviticus Damien Leviticus Lillard Junior, I mean, he is a fucking dog, dude. He's a dog. He needs to leave Portland,
3: period. Okay, does he get any extra brownie points for being Mr. I'm super loyal to my city, I'm a one-team man regardless of the ups and downs? The or thing, is it kind of like, bro, like that act of chivalry died three generations ago. Like It's Nick, both.
2: It's both because okay. I don't think it's dead. But it only works when you've won already. Okay. Okay. Kobe got in two, three seasons. They won three years back to back. So if he would have left Lakers then, it would have been like, why? Mm. He dug it out for almost 10 years. They went again, 2010. You know, 2009, 2010. Like now you've stayed with your whole team. Could have easily left again. Didn't. Mm. You've never won for 10 years. So that
3: you've. Like when it, because Kobe gets a lot of praise for never switching teams, but he
2: was a winner.
3: So you think that
2: you're really good, Dame. You're really listen. You're really good. A lot of guys really good. Bottom line, nobody in the '80s, '90s, and early 2000s was ever dropping 50 pointers multiple fucking times in a one yeah. season. So the the bottom line is, yes, Dame, you had a 55, 20, and 20, crazy. But so did Steph Curry. Mm. And you lost.
3: And so did some random niggas on the fucking so the Timberwolves or the whatever. Is like, when
2: Kobe, even his generation, was hitting those numbers, they won the game. Yeah. <laughs> right now, you wear It's so easy for us to because I don't buckets. think
3: Kobe's a lifelong Laker if he didn't win a chip in his first ten seasons. Let's just keep it above exactly,
2: and that's why niggas tried to give LeBron hell when he first left the Cavs. But had he stayed, my God. Like, I need to go to Miami <laughs> because I am a winner.
3: I'm tired of I'm doing the dragging work. mailmen to the finals.
2: I'm gonna go with these niggas yeah. who want a chip, and we are gonna get this chip. And then guess what? I'll come back by myself, mm-hmm. a couple young niggas, and I win a chip again. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna go to L.A. and you're I'm gonna because those are my chips. Yeah. I've already established that. You got a lot of great guys. CP3, excellent player, never want a chip. Mm. You're you're good. You ain't that good. You're not LeBron. You're not Kobe. Niggas misconstrued that hype and gave it to Kawhi because he went to Toronto. Mm. Toronto has some really good players. Mm. Yeah, he's pushing them, but how come you can't do shit on the Clippers?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Two three with seasons in a row with also good players. So see, you're not
3: that dude either, and you're it's not hard. That, you're not that guy, but you're not that guy. Yeah.
2: So whatever, <laughs> basketball looks good right now. Um, okay. It's June. Shout out to the new month. That's it, dude. Years over. No, once you already know how summer gets down. Years over. We're almost, we're about two months out away from your anniversary on the pod.
3: That's crazy. Yep. That's absolutely insane.
2: Yeah, because we're on week 38 and we've skipped a couple weeks.
3: For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd probably be pretty comfortably into like 42, 43 if we hadn't skipped. That is so insane. It is. It doesn't even feel like it. Sometimes it still feels like we just started potting like two or three months ago. I know. Genuinely. In in other sports news, really quick, shout out to Mm -hmm. Naomi Osaka for telling niggas that you can't fire me. I quit. (laughs) Bitch ass niggas. I mean, not even just to get into the deep dive. Naomi Osaka has Throughout her short career So far I think she's only 22, 23 Really stepped major on the scene in 2018 So she was like 19 at that time Mm -hmm. Whatever Just been asked I read an article the other day about Just questions she's been asked throughout her Just dumbass questions Disrespectful questions Questioning her ethnicity Questioning her this, questioning her that Just so happened she was one of if not the most outspoken black athlete of 2020 Mm -hmm. when it came to the various uprisings and things of that nature and bottom line is she said look man press talking to you niggas sometimes gives me extreme anxiety like i need to protect myself for this this tournament i'm not gonna do press right tournament uh tournament leaders or whatever of course find her threatened her with expulsion and so she came out and said look I'm not trying to be a distraction for nobody. This is what I meant. This is what I said. So I'm going to withdraw. Catch you niggas next year. Or whenever I decide I'm healthy enough to come back to this motherfucking game. Yep. Mouth. Me and, and Corday going to hit Fiji somewhere, nigga.
2: And Venus doubled down and said, you niggas will never be better than me. You niggas don't look like me. You niggas don't walk like me. And you niggas damn sure don't talk like me. And that keeps me sleep at night, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, she gave We it, need that drop. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, she said, man, e- e- exactly what you said is what she said. She said, when I'm reminded of the fact that everyone asking me questions never has, nor will they ever play as good as me. That keeps me going. So, <laughs> kiss my ass. And fucking Naomi Osaka has made like over a hundred million dollars in the past two years. Seriously, kiss my whole ass. Yep, I'm out. I'm I'm the gone. number one pl- st- tennis star in the world, nigga. What are you fucking talking about?
2: Who I'm is gone. watching
3: women's tennis if not for Marie? If not for me? Nobody. So. Kiss my ass So shout out to her I thought that was pretty admirable For her to just choose herself Over Whatever the fuck else Was causing her strife So Shout out to her Um This was pretty funny What is your thoughts About grown Black men Coming to the honor Of The Lucky Charms mascot Or the Boston Celtics mascot We've had Kevin Garnett say Yo you step on that You know what I mean It's issues <laughs> We've had Baby Davis say You know what I'm saying You step on that logo You step on everybody That's played. Keep shit basketball For someone to get hurt You know what I mean How Where is the GoFundMe For Lucky The Boston Celtics mascot And how dare Kyrie Step <laughs> On Lucky especially after 10 niggas have been running all over his face for the past two hours. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I don't care for Kyrie's attitude more than anyone else. I'm a pretty deep-hearted Laker fan. I still don't know what a Laker is, and I don't care.
1: You don't (laughs) shut your goddamn ass
2: (laughs) up. Nigga, look look what happens when niggas win one chip. Bro. That one year.
3: Bro. Together. Bro. (laughs) Like... Niggas just constantly... and y'all have played for other teams. Yes. and guess what? After that one chip, when y'all didn't get it done in next year, where was y'all at? Shipped right on up out of there. Um, see, I'll never it's, understand it's, it's, it's taking Boston, your fan. I'll never it's understand. Niggas in Boston, bro, they're weird. I'll never understand taking your fandom so seriously, especially as a nigga who. Look, maybe Kobe could get some shit off about what you said about a Laker. Spend 20 years here. My whole yeah, career.
2: Yeah, but as, as, a, as an organization, not the fucking mascot. Right. And unless you're spray painting, none of the other vandalizing, cr- doing some funky shit, you don't like me, just say you don't like me. But it just but looks just so corny when you're cut trying. Cut rap
3: cap. Yeah. You're just trying to make it seem way deep. You are not ready to throw bowls over Lucky the Leprechaun. I'm sorry. No. Not to another black man. So Over a white leprechaun <laughs> After he was probably called a nigger, all game.
2: Yeah, the, you know, we've already talked about the fans, but man. I, but niggers are just getting out of control, bro.
3: Out of control. Went, but went, it just really like just to see other people who've also played the game, like, bro, Kevin Garnett is infamously one of the most disrespectful basketball players we've ever seen.: he Even said if you're he not
2: told Tim Duncan "Happy Mother's Day," knowing his mother died. I, Come on, fam. <laughs>
3: didn't he say your wife look like Skittles, my nigga? Tastes like Skit, like.
2: Come on, dog. No,
3: niggas <laughs> never
2: seem to amaze me how far they'll go. Oh my god. On a stretch. You on know? a
3: stretch. <laughs> on a stretcher. Oh my gosh, nah. So that was just other dumb shit. I do want to give a shout out. It was the 100 year. Centennial anniversary of the Tulsa Massacre. Oh yes, need some air um, horns for that. Hold up. Yeah. A hundred years ago, um, and there's still people alive to this day that lived through that I moment. I thought it was
2: 1912.
3: No, it was uh, yeah, it was right in the 20s, right mm. after World War One type okay. shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, just I mean that killed off a
1: lot of
3: people dude at at least 300 but most likely more that's crazy yeah but
2: successful black people though like that whole town yeah and city was super was thriving so
3: it's yeah and you know there is a lot of history um around it i was actually listening to a podcast on it this morning while i was working out talking about it but yeah it you know it If nothing else, it just lends itself to the fact that, you know, black people throughout history did not just passively accept their circumstances. No. Constant rebellions, constant fighting, constant survival. um, Refusal. Refusal. It wasn't just a passive accepting of our circumstances, which is why when we dig into the history, you know, white Folks and white supremacy had to be like so extra in the way they, you know, dealt with black people because again, it wasn't just a passive thing that we experienced. So shout out to shout out to all the black people everywhere, man. Happy, not happy, but a day of remembrance for the Tulsa massacre. So just wanted to give that a shout out. Um, You got anything else On on your docket though That's really pressing
2: Nothing that's really pressing We'll let y'all get back To y'all week Yes sir Um With that being said Show some love Ackbar podcast Episode 38
3: Who you got Episode 38 on the show some love segment. So, um, on this show some love segment, just want to give a quick shout out to Beals Texas Barbecue. My dad uh, just got approved to relocate his restaurant, still in the same uh, complex, but he's getting a much bigger unit and he's going to upgrade his restaurant into full service. So, super proud of them over there. We went out there and spent a nice Memorial day out on the beach, had some barbecue, yep. um, if you ever in Huntington, go check them out. But it's dope. He's doing a lot to expand the business. So they're, they're just doing a lot of great work over there. So I just wanted to recognize that.
2: Yes, sir. For this week, I got a little bit of a uh, appreciation for us, man, for black people. Mm. And I got here things black people take seriously are okay. checks. Yes, sir. Knowing who all over there, <laughs> <laughs> spades. Yes. Who made the potato salad and mac and cheese? Okay. People when they take off running. Mm. Splitting poles. <laughs> not putting purses on the floor. That one got me, dude. Okay. That that's just yeah. not cutting the baby's hair before one. That's mm. a sleeper. Mm, that's, that's a sleeper. sleeper. Um sitting facing the door slash exit. Like yes. <laughs> just fucking not calling elders by their first name. Mm. Um <laughs> making sure we get offered a bag after our purchase. Why are we bag hoarders? Street clothes on the bed. I just said that today. Yes. yes. <laughs> and not being, res- not responding to being called with what.
3: Mm, that's I a just, huge one.
2: I just love us. And the thing I love the most is that no matter where you're from, who you with, who you know, like we connect on these same principles. Yes. And that has just rolled with us for so fucking long. How many times has that been passed down? So right. shout out to the niggas, man. Hold up. This is Akron Podcast, episode 38.
4: You guys have a good week. We will be back. Peace.